Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Joel Rojo, who is the founder of Joel's Kicks. Joel, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. And guys, this is actually a fun story. I did not find Joel on Matchmaker or Podmatch. We actually go to the same church, and he wanted to hop on the podcast after I found out he ran a business. He's also a really young guy. Joel, how old are you? I am 21 years old. 21, 21. Yeah. So young entrepreneurs for the win. There we go. <laughs> well, awesome, man. We like to jump right in. So if we could start with hearing a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. For sure. Um, I play a lot of basketball. Um, usually I have a YMCA membership, so I try to go like two or three times a week um, to get some good runs in. Um, also like to um, find a lot of small bands and small artists when I'm driving around throughout the week. Um, <clears throat> just uh, find some uh, just like new music, smaller artists around the area or just around around the world. So yeah, yeah, I feel that. I have a good and passion so, for that. Do you find those small bands and artists mainly by, you know, going to different spots or like what's the process for actually finding them? I just have no idea how to do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sometimes, or I'll just go to some, like, random shows throughout the week, um, uh, just to hear, see um, what, what bands are playing around town, um, or just uh, this uh, platform called Bandcamp. There's a lot of smaller artists on there, uh, sort of like SoundCloud, too. I feel that. I feel that. There we go. There we go. And tell us more about Joel's Kicks. Uh, when did you get started? What does your day-to-day look like? Um, all that good stuff. Yeah, so I uh, I started about five years ago. I was a sophomore in high school uh, when I really started taking it seriously. Um, my uh, middle school friend actually started doing it his freshman year, and I just saw him th- uh, start doing it and uh, started to see him um just get some uh income in from that from it and it really inspired me um because i uh i i always like had an interest of shoes or sneakers um throughout like middle school and like the start of high school but i never never had the money to you know go out and buy those shoes uh so i was always driven by that and um just inspired by um just like different whether it had been jordans or new nikes coming out um and adidas back then too or um really big too so um are adidas not as big anymore um it depends there's some shoes that that'll come out that'll do pretty well in the aftermarket but not not nearly as big as they were well five years ago i feel like Um, so yeah so i started out um just doing like basic stuff, um, like uh, just getting shoes off of like a, a Yeezy drop on the Adidas website. Um, not making too much, making about like 
40 50 bucks uh a shoe and i wouldn't be getting that many shoes because i was i was still like a low level uh, experience you know um but i i uh, joined a couple um, of slack and discord groups um who help a lot um with finding sneakers and sourcing those sneakers that that do have a good market in them um so I'll, I'll just be getting notifications on my phone whenever um, a restock of a profitable shoe happens. Um, and so I can just go buy it right then and then um, just continue to use it for my business. Um, yep. mm-hmm. um, just curious, is your average shoe flip profit? Is it still 40 to 50 bucks and you're doing high volume or are you getting more like $200 flips? Tell us about that. And um uh, Kind of like, I know you have a storage unit and mm. you don't sell everything in one month. You have to like manage cash flow. So walk into that a little bit. Yeah. So um, I do, I, uh, I hold on. Uh, I feel like throughout uh, when I first started, it was more of like a quick flip everything, get everything out. Um, just because capital is your biggest, your biggest issue uh, when you're starting out. So um you know, even if you take losses on some stuff, you just need to get it out um, just to keep that cash flow moving. Um, and what, what was the first question you said? Sorry. Yep. It was just like, what's the average profit per shoe? Oh, yeah. So uh, like right now, I try to I try to make 20 to 30 dollars a shoe. If I can't make uh, like that, then I'll just leave it. Um, but if I can make 20 to 30, I can, you know, grab Three or, and I can grab like three or four, at least three or four of them. Um, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, uh, I mean, sometimes even one, but just because that's about uh, how much it takes to fill up my gas gas tank. Uh, so I got you. I got you. so minimum 20, yeah, yeah. 30. Sometimes yeah. you get a really good shoe, it can be a lot more. Yeah, for sure. So it's all just mixed in uh, nowadays. I got you. I got you. I know you touched on your motivation a little bit, but let's dive into it um, a little bit deeper. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? <laughs> I think uh, it's it's almost like a like a treasure hunt uh, to find you know profitable sneakers. Uh, I just like uh, or it's just like uh, finding stuff that a lot of people just overlook or um, not realize you can make you know good amounts of money on these just products just sitting in the store um i like being able to uh just just find uh find those products um and go from store to store around the city and sometimes even to san marcus or round rock um and houston sometimes too um you drive to houston sometimes to get shoes yeah if it's a if it's a really profitable shoe yeah I'll, i'll go ahead and do it yeah Make the trip. I feel that. And so the kind of excitement of the treasure hunt and just getting a good deal is what gets mm-hmm. you going. Yeah, yeah. And I also have a, I, I would say like unofficial business partner. Um, his name is Dallas Foster. He lives uh, in the Hutto area, but he also does the same thing. Um, he uh, just goes around and just looking for profitable shoes around the town. Um, but he, he also, uh, inspires me a lot. Uh, so we can be like, oh, I found this here. And then he'll let me know, oh, I found this here. And then we'll just, you know, make relationships that way too. Um, with the stores that we're going into. Um, so 
does he inspire you because of like competition or is it something else? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, it's like, Oh, he got this today and I'm still in bed. Oh man. I need to get up. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, Oh, he's already out. Or, um, if I'm, if I, if I'm like at home, you know, um, so that inspires me a lot. Um, I feel a lot, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I still really enjoy just going out and, uh, just finding profitable shoes or anything, uh, clothing too. There we go. There we go. Love it. Let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals. Now you're a really young guy. So vision for your business and vision for the rest of your life. What are they? Hmm. For my business, um, definitely want to keep it going for about like, like full force, probably about three to five more years um then go ahead and move my focus to something else uh, i'm not exactly sure what that, that focus is going to be but um by that time i should have have a good amount um saved up from this business and um been a, be able to sell a majority of what um, my inventory is um by then um i do uh i do have a really um drive uh to make music too uh, or be uh, some somewhere be in the music in- industry. I don't know. I don't know where that will be, but it, whether that be a, an audio engineer or uh, like someone who mixes or masters music, uh, I just really, I really think that'd be really cool. Um, and also just playing in a band would be awesome too. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, just got to get, get to that level, you know? And so you mentioned a couple audio engineer does, is an audio engineer somebody who mixes and masters music or are those two different things, audio engineer and then somebody who mixes and masters music? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, an audio engineer can do that. Um, but also, uh, just like handles all of the, uh, just like the back end of like the, the masters and stuff. Um, also with, uh, just like helping, helping the artists get, uh, known to, um, like, I also thought about uh, starting my own, like, music label for, for a little bit, too. I uh, thought that would be really awesome. Your own music label? Yeah. I feel that. What would the process be for, like, starting that music label? Because I know you already get to know some kind of smaller artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would just have to just make relationships, connect with some bands, um, some small bands, and... Uh, just get to know them well first uh, um probably like like you know go to a lot of shows probably go to go on uh, on tour with with some bands uh we'll probably get like the process going um but <clears throat> i'm not exactly sure everything that entails that um i haven't given it too much thought or um, research yet but that's definitely yeah. on the horizon yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. If you had to rank them in order of priority, audio engineer, mixing and mastering music, playing in a band, starting a music label, what would the priority <laughs> be? Or the ideal be? Probably playing in a band first, um, then just, like, uh, getting to know other bands from that, and then um, uh, playing, like, playing for multiple bands, too. Um, and then getting into, you know, editing, yeah, mixing the music, um, um, 
I think I'll probably have to go to uh, go to school, maybe a little bit, um, just to just to get uh, my like basics, because uh, I, I actually did not. Uh, I went to ACC just for a semester about two and a half years ago, uh, but then I just dropped out and just wanted to focus solely on my business. Um, yeah. So I think I would have to go back to school, um, but I mean I wouldn't mind that. Okay. So I feel that. You are a yeah. better man than I because I could never go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you love what you're doing, that's the thing. School's yeah. great if you know what you want to do and it's teaching you how to do what you love. Anything yeah. else? Nah. I think Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, cool, man. Have you ever in going to see all these smaller artists perform and finding them on what's that software called? Bandcamp? Bandcamp, yes. Uh, have you ever asked them to drum with them? I have not. Um, also, mainly because I, I don't have a, a real space uh, right now to, you know, just practice uh, drumming right now. Um, and I haven't played in a couple years. So, uh, but within this next year, I believe uh, I'll be moving into a new space next year and uh, we'll definitely make a spot for it for it and get back into it i feel that and when you say make a spot is it going to be like you have to like do the sound compression on the walls and stuff or are you just going to be like <laughs> i can put my drum set in my apartment and go at it yeah uh or hopefully we can i can move into like a duplex or a townhouse or something okay. where uh, just yep. like a good amount of space and not too much you know you know people too crowded near me um yep. or maybe even a garage you never know um yeah no, absolutely. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Well, really cool. Really cool. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards um, scaling your sneaker. I'm sorry, Joel's kicks. <laughs> scaling Joel's kicks to um, the point where you have a good amount saved up in that three to five year range, or getting into work in the music industry being any of those four things, who would that person be and how would they help you out? Hmm. I think, um, there would have to be there, there, uh, there are a couple music labels in Austin, um, that definitely would, would, uh, would, um, help me, you know, just get that, get that going with the, you know, mixing or mastering music. Um, I think I would just have to, you know, uh, probably in, uh, get an internship with those with those labels. Um, uh, I don't I don't know, or I don't I don't know anyone exactly in those labels right now. Um, but um, within the next next year, I, I'm I'm definitely going to be, you know, exploring that and um, you know just finding what I can do to. To just to just contribute to these labels or bands um however 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 i can um because maybe i won't have to go to school if i you know connect with the right people you know um facts yeah facts no i fully believe that you network right get the right mentor and just become a beast at mixing mixing or mastering music yeah they'll be able to hook you up with something oh yeah well, cool. Name the most important one or two things that everyday people can do. So we're talking Sally at the grocery store. 
to help you accomplish your dreams? Hmm. So just or like, it's like a ran like a random. Uh... Yeah. So say Sally at the grocery store is getting her eggs for the week, and she's listening to this podcast. She hears your dreams and goals. How can she help you out? Hmm. Well, uh, they can go out, or uh, I think we all we also just uh, need more people in the music industry to um, contribute to these bands and uh, like here here uh, these bands perform. So I think uh, just like uh, going to more sh- uh, local shows, supporting more local bands, um, will just uh, just help help this uh, whole community uh, just grow more and more. Um, because it is a very hard uh, community just to uh, just if you're only uh, making music and trying to live off of that um, I think going to shows buying merch um, just little things like that uh, they all make a difference um, I think uh, will make a difference uh, if I join a band too so yeah yeah for sure no that makes a lot of sense Uh, the music industry even in austin like where i'm pretty sure like the live music capital of the world or something like that and yeah you can't make a living doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it'll take (laughs) some time it'll take some time to really oh yeah fill your pockets with it but awesome now we're gonna jump into our thriving three first question is what is your favorite book movie or podcast pick one hmm um man i have a good i have a good podcast i listen to um it's actually a a crime podcast um really yeah (laughs) it's called it's called a crime junkie okay um i don't know sometimes i just put it on the car or like on road trips uh it's just a it's just a crime podcast um i don't know it's just something to 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 i don't know just like keep your like adrenaline up a little bit because there's a lot of like uh like murder mysteries or um serial killer stories um so i always uh also when i'm like out on the road always helps me like be more aware like what's going on yeah um and just like like always watching around me um because not uh in the secret community there's always not the best uh people going around uh, like buying shoes so you just, or uh, also when I have like a lot of shoes like in my car I always want to make sure you know no one's around it or trying to break in you know yeah so I was weary of that um but yeah it's a it's a good it's a good podcast you should you should check it out yeah I'll have to check it out uh Gracie and I I listen to a lot of like self-improvement business podcasts and then she'll listen to like kind of just random she'll listen to some education podcast she'll listen to um i think there was one crime podcast she listened to from like but it was like crime history like cold cases oh, yeah. that didn't um get solved yeah yeah they they kind of have some of those too yeah yeah and um so i listened to one of those with her so maybe we'll have to check out crime junkie um, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah well cool man what's one way you like to take care of yourself hmm i think um I think rewarding yourself um, after like a long like month, 
or a couple months of business, I think it's a it's a pretty valid way of um uh just you know rewarding yourself uh, with uh putting like just putting all this work in and then just taking a step back, taking a deep breath, and be like, okay, I made this much amount of profit this month. I have a uh, I I've been won this uh, or whatever it is or. I need to get my tires for my car uh, for a while. So I just need to go ahead and do that. Um, and uh, just like finalizing that or, uh, you know, just reward yourself for uh, all the hard work you've been doing is really important because uh, sometimes you can get lost and, you know, just the, the business life of uh, just coming and going, uh, getting stuff out, in and out. Um, and just not like paying attention to yourself. So I think that's a really important thing too. No, man, I think that's facts, especially um, I, even more established at now, cause that's kind of where you're at. It's easy to get lost in work, but when you're starting up and um, when you're not even at that financial freedom point. So I know you're not at the number you want to be at with like money in the bank quite yet. You still have three to five years of like going hard on the business. And there are a lot of entrepreneurs like that, where it's like, you're not like super rich off your business yet. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's easy when it's like, cause business is risky. Like if you don't work, you don't get money, you know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. whereas like a job, it's a pretty consistent um, salary. You get, in, you get what you put into it. Yeah, exactly. And it's very easy to get caught up, like working a 16 hour day or looking up and it's 2 PM and you haven't eaten yes dude yes (laughs) like that so it it really is important to kind of pay attention to yourself take care of yourself because if you can't run the business is going to fail exactly yeah i like that that's a good one well put and what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to network into those couple of music labels in austin that could help you get into the industry an action step. Um, yeah, I think it's like what we said earlier, just uh, just like uh, finding a group of people that uh, would like to be in a band uh, and just have a little, have a vision um, and just taking that step to either uh, just write or record music together um, and just step uh, just stepping right into the industry uh, like that. Um, I think uh, it's like the first step uh, for me to get into it. Um, I feel that. Where where do you find people? Is there an app where you can find aspiring musicians or something like that? If not, I, I, I think, think there is. <laughs> yeah, right. Or <laughs> I, I think there's a website at least where some, or you can find like other band of uh, people looking for bandmates. Because um, my uh, my uh, sister's, I mean my girlfriend's sister's uh, partner um he actually makes music um just right off his uh right off his house he's just a solo artist um gotcha but yeah so it's really cool it's really cool really cool are you thinking about teaming up with him or does he want to stay solo i have uh like i told him i would uh drum for him if he ever needs it um because he's had a couple shows these past uh like a couple weeks um so i think it'd be really cool for like for us to start uh playing together um getting getting into uh you know performing at either coffee shops or um 
just like different venue, like small venues around either Austin, San Marcos, Houston. For sure. For sure. Well, cool, man. Now we're going to jump into our last series of questions. And so this used to just be one question, but um, now I've expanded it and it requires some pretext before I ask each question. So stick with me. A lot of people have come on the podcast and they have said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change. The catalyst that helps a person switch is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree, disagree, have anything to add or subtract to that? I do agree with that. Um, it does, uh, like you do need to like see, oh, or if you uh, see like a big like gap and you're um, either with your business or your inventory, um, you're like, oh, like the, these shoes have not been out for a while. Um, like I haven't sold them for a while. I just need to um, just get rid of them, get this capital, get this capital back rather than just holding on to stuff that's, uh, you know, just decreasing in value or just staying the same. Because uh, there's some, there are some sneakers that will just, uh, you know, stay the same price for like a year or two years. So it's not even worth holding, um, holding on to. But um, yeah, I think like realizing that, uh, realizing, realizing change is really big, um, especially in the business, but also in other um, careers too. Um, so yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, cool. I feel that. I feel that. And so Given the same amount of extreme inspiration or extreme desperation, why do you think some people make the choice to change and then others don't? I think I think uh, a lot of it just depends on like drive. Um, like some people have the drive to be like, oh, I need to, you know, patch this up, uh, fix this and keep moving, keep moving on with uh, what I'm doing. Uh, and some if you're if you're feeling that. Uh, you know, uh, like, it, like you just feel like, you know, burnt out on whatever you're doing. Uh, your drive is just not, uh, like with it anymore. I think it is like the, the right time to go ahead and move on, uh, to something else that you are, um, you know, really connected to. Um, so yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And now some people need a smaller amount of inspiration or desperation to change. And others need a larger, more consistent amount, which I guess kind of ties back into your last answer about drive. Like some people are like, I'm just going to need a small amount of something bad happening or something good happening to kind of change what I'm doing. Or I'm going to need a larger, more consistent amount, depending on my levels of drive. But what do you think establishes that breaking point or that threshold? And can it be influenced? The uh, the threshold of like... Uh... Kinda how much inspiration or desperation you need to motivate you so some people are like um for example they'll have to see themselves get b's on a report card and they'll mm -hmm. change their actions and work harder some people have to see their whole family die before they change and work harder so what do you think establishes that threshold and can it be influenced um i think um 
it's also it's also just like how you've uh you've been uh just like taught growing up um i think that has a lot to do with it um just like stick to itiveness too um like staying with something even though um even if uh, like something may go wrong but you still really enjoy it um like i think you should still continue to continue to pursue whatever that is um um it just all really depends on uh like what what um like you really feel excited about um or what you really feel the need to um like support um i think the the threshold um let's see i think i think that kind of covered it of like how you've been taught growing up really established yeah threshold um do you think that threshold can be influenced though so say you grew up a certain way now you're 25 and you're an alcoholic and you need somebody to die from your drunk driving before you change can that threshold be changed or do you have to just have somebody die from your drunk driving before you change um i think it can change but it it, um like it will need like an extreme like something to happen um uh, like, it, uh, like it, I think it could be less extreme than that, but um, I don't know. It just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Change is just hard. Change yeah, it is hard. hard. It is hard. These are but also it is necessary. Yeah. Yeah, these are also hard questions that have no correct answer that I know of, which is why I'm asking. If I just knew the objectively correct answer, I wouldn't be asking him. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. And so our last question, I need you to have this type of person in your head. They have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. Keep that person in your head as I ask this question. Okay. So in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And these laws are to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. With that context in mind, and the avatar of the person I just told you to keep in your head, how can we create an environment for this person in your head that makes it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying for them to make the choice that will change their life? So not trying to make them change, but make it easier for them to change, if that makes sense, based on the environment that we create Mm -hmm. around them. I think just like showing um, support um, and just like love like even if something um like uh like bad or bad happens of course you want to support them but uh even when something good happens you want to keep supporting them throughout uh whatever it is uh with the whether they're trying to accomplish um um i guess a follow-up question to that is how far do you think that support and love should go so like when we have a family member and it's like okay we're showing them support and love maybe that's all good and well but you know we see a lot of homeless people here in austin and Mm. it's like we can only go and show them so much support and love so how far do you think that support and love should extend with people just in our daily lives um or just with like random people or with uh random people let's go that's a great question. Let's go random people and people close to us. Okay. Um, Cause I feel like it'll be a different answer for both. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah with people close to us like it's just like um uh just like texting or calling someone uh checking up on them um just tell them you're really uh uh you know thinking about them throughout the day um throughout the week i think it's very important or just coming by and like uh it's like bringing a meal to them um is really really something uh that people will appreciate um and uh i mean same with homeless people too or just random people too i think um basel or just uh like just showing kindness yeah, just uh, even in the grocery store too um so not like so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like being in a rush just taking your time uh i don't know just uh <clears throat> not just being not just like you know staying to yourself uh or just like smiling at other people you know um a lot of people just like look down yep. you know have blank face i yep. think i think even smiles help a lot you know um, or just like popping a joke with someone um you know you see on the street or like riding uh if you're riding a bike and you see someone too i feel that i feel that well awesome joel is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off um <clears throat> i think that's all I think that's it cool man well thanks for coming on the show for sure it was a- thanks for having me Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Joel had to say, maybe you want to buy some sneakers from him or connect (laughs) him with somebody in the live music space, go ahead and hit him up. The ways to contact him will be in the show notes. As we always ask, go ahead and shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Maybe they need some fresh kicks. And (laughs) give us a five-star review on iTunes. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.